0: Get that out of here! What it do, do, baby? Yeah, yo, what do you do? There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. OG with the look, Got it! OG and Anobi at the buzzer! Oh, look, this my shot. I expected to make it, so like, I don't shoot. It kind of nice. looks like you're on. You're on. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the What It Do Raptors podcast. I am your host, the real Drew Horton, and thank you for joining me on this momentous occasion born out of one man being very bored during quarantine. So the Raptors had a fairly quiet free agency, and on paper the team looks... To not have quite as much talent as it did last season After losing Serge Ibaka and Marc Gasol Leaving a void at the center position But I'm here to tell you that everything's going to be okay This episode is going to be about the Raptors' disrespect in the media But mostly reasons to be excited for next season I start with the Raptors' Vegas over-under totals Over the last nine seasons In nine years in a row, the Raptors have hit the over on their wins nine times. That's right, in the last nine years, they have hit the over on win total set by the Vegas books nine times, nine times in a row. And seven of those seasons have been 48 plus wins. In the last five seasons, they have had 50 plus wins, including last season, which was only a 72-game season. They were on pace to have 60 wins. Some disrespect from Vegas, maybe. The Raptors are a very good regular season team, seem to not quite play up to expectation in the playoffs, apart from last year's championship run, should I say two years ago now, and with the 43.5 win prediction for 72 games in this upcoming season, I think the Raptors could easily get 44 wins. I'd even say that they could get up to 50. They're a solid team, they're likely to run over. The bad teams in the west and the east and they'll they'll compete with anybody on any given night they'll be exciting to watch now the talent drop off it hurts but the Raptors did make a really good and underrated move in signing Aaron Baines as the new center and he's coming off a career year with the Phoenix Suns the most of the most two important things with him shot 35 percent from three-point range last year, which is huge. He took four attempts a game, which is very big, only in 22 minutes. So he'll he'll give similar minutes to Mark Gasol, although with less less IQ on both ends of the floor. Not to disrespect Aaron Baines, but Mark Gasol is a master of the of the game. He knows what's gonna happen. And despite not being nearly as quick as he used to be, he's still always in the right spot. But Aaron Baines, no slouch either. Provides good defense, provides tenacity, and very importantly, he'll help with the rebounding, which is help the Raptors desperately need. Now to play the backup center minutes, the Raptors have signed Alex Len. He's a good rebounder. In 15 minutes per game last year, he averaged 6 rebounds, which is not bad at all. And Chris Boucher should also fill some of those minutes. Both these guys are fairly good defenders, average to above average on any given Knight. And they're both good at finishing at the rim. Boucher maybe doesn't have the size to keep up with some of the stronger centers and hold his ground, but he should be serviceable at the four and the five this year. And one thing that's very exciting, the Raptors, they showed this in the Celtics series, and it'll probably get some more run this year and in the playoffs as well, with OG Ananobi at the five. Be fantastic. You'll have Lowry, Fred, Norm, Siakam, and OG. And those guys, Every single one of them can shoot, every single one of them can handle the ball, and they can all defend. Norm is probably the worst defender out of that out of that lineup, and he's average, and sometimes even good on the defensive end. He can keep his guy in front of him, and that's all you need when you've got those guys behind you. So going into this year, there is hope. I expect the Raptors to finish around fourth place, and the goal is going to be to win, win a playoff series, hopefully host one. Anything after that is is gravy. The East is going to be very tough this year. But the Raptors will be right in that mix in the second tier down below Milwaukee, Boston. And you can include the Nets in there barring uh, an internal implosion or injuries, which are both a risk with this current Nets team. But let's get to the reasons to be excited. still have Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry will do what he always does. Win. His leadership his basketball IQ, his shooting, his defense, his playmaking, all crucial to the Raptors. Without him, the Raptors don't have a championship. It's that simple. And of course, still got Pascal Siakam. He's going to come back with a vengeance. He's been working hard this offseason, and he'll be back. He'll be back in the All-Star game, and he'll lead the Raptors to a very good season. Just have patience. Just wait until the games start. And the three guys that I'm very looking forward to coming back Fred VanVleet off of his new deal. He can improve his his finishing, but he's a solid man-to-man defender, smart team defender, lots of steals, lots of deflections, and he's just going to be an all-around good player. And Norm, player of the month for what seemed like an entire year as the NBA season stopped and then the world stopped, Norm was averaging 28 points a game during that stretch, which was unreal. And if he can get anywhere near that again, which he can with increased minutes and an increased role this year, then the Raptors will be just fine on offense. And of course, OG Anunoby, the best defender on the Raptors. He showed his handles in the bubble. And Nick Nurse, in an interview this week, has been quoted as saying that he's been very impressed with OG's shot from three-point range, from mid-range, and his handles. Which is fantastic news, because OG was already one of the Elite three point shooters in the league. Second best on the Raptors. And they're all solid, all these guys, solid defenders, solid shooters to complement Lowry and Siakam. Can't ask for a better closing lineup than that. With Lowry, Van Vliet, Norm, Siakam, and OG, that is a tough lineup to beat four times in a seven game series. And the other role players, the two role players that we're going to be talking about, Matt Thomas and Malachi Flynn should get some minutes this year Matt Thomas of course the rookie last year defense not quite up to snuff but it it got to about average to slightly below average team defense last year they usually try to hide him on his own but his three-point shooting second to none he might be the best pure shooter apart from the obvious answers like Steph Curry and Damian Lillard but as a role player He's essentially our J.J. Redick, and that's huge. He spaces the floor even when he's not getting the ball, and if he can hold his own on defense, he's a valuable threat no matter who we're playing. And, of course, the new rookie, first-round draft pick, taking 29th overall from San Diego State, Malachi Flynn. He's having a great year at San Diego State. He's averaging 14 points a game, 4 assists on 36% from 3, 42% overall, and this is a guy who... Can he can do it he can do a bit of everything. He's great at handling the ball. He's very good in the pick and roll, good at finding his open teammates. He can dribble, he can he can create his own shot, he can catch and shoot. He was the, the MWC player of the year and the defensive player of the year. He averaged 1.8 steals per game. And until the NCAA March Madness tournament got canceled, San Diego State was poised to be on a run and surprise some people. They were a dark horse, and they were led. By Malachi Flynn. He'll be good in a bench role this year. Probably take him a little while to get up, up to the Raptors standards on offense and defense and adjust the speed of the NBA game but he could look to make an impact this year that was one of the reasons they took him. He was a plug-and-play type guy and the Raptors need need some of that after after losing a few key contributors and so he'll be good as point guard on, uh, on a bench lineup where Fred Van Vliet can play the two and Fred can look to catch and shoot, which is what he's best at, Malachi Flynn can distribute. So it'll be very interesting to see his growth this year and whether he can be ready for minutes come playoff time. The goal of this offseason was to it was to make space for a max player next season. So it was quiet, but honestly, it was a good season. They filled the void at center somewhat. You can't replace both of those guys in Gasol and Ibaka without taking a bit of a hit. But... They got the best guy they could for a great deal, which makes face for next year. Realistically, the Raptors are looking to win one playoff series this year, and anything other than that is a bonus. My guess is that we're going to be hosting the 76ers in the first round. I say hosting, but in Tampa Bay. But who knows? By the time postseason rolls around, a lot can happen in these uncertain times. And the main thing to look forward to is that this team will have the same core next year And they'll have the cap space to sign a marquee star free agent. You can picture this exact team, but with another all-star or superstar player. Not to get anyone's hopes up, but someone like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Big reason to be excited this year. This is going to be a preview year of next year's Raptors, who will be title contenders. So it'll be very interesting to see what we can do. We know exactly how this team looks with one more superstar. Last time we had a superstar, we won the chip. So don't fret. This will not be our year to contend for a title. But it'll be a very interesting year and will be better than a lot of people think. And keep in mind that the plan's for next year. So don't worry. Just enjoy this year for what it is. It's just nice to have basketball back. Well, thank you for listening. This has been the first episode of the What It Do podcast. This is the real Drew Horton signing off. Peace!